Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. Buddy. I want to read a little something out of Isaiah 61. We're probably familiar with that, but I think it's worth to read because it ties into exactly what we're talking about. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and the afflicted. He sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to physical and spiritual captives, and the opening of the prison and of the eyes to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of pain, the garment of expressive praise instead of a heavy burden and failing spirit, Amen. that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, and that He may be glorified. And what Charles was just describing is, it's not a, oh, that was a funny joke, I'm going to laugh. It, it's, a, it's a joy that comes out of our spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit pours into us and then comes out of our spirit. And it, it's an ecstasy and a joy that's, that's, you know, coming from the Holy Spirit. It's a whole different um, operation and different realm than just that was funny. Um, and there's also a place in the Gospels where it talks about in one instance where and Jesus rejoiced in spirit. Amen. See, so right there in that scripture, it says it's a, it was a spiritual rejoicing. And no doubt, the, and then of course we see on uh, the day of Pentecost, you know, because they they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, um, they they too were no doubt they were drunk. They said these men that it was the only what the third hour of the day, yes. <laughs> which was nine o'clock a.m. Okay, the first hour is at 6 a.m., is that right? Correct. And so the third hour would have been 9 o'clock a.m., and they said, and then was it Peter said, these men are not drunk, as you suppose. Well, why do they think they were drunk? Because they were so ecstatic with the joy of the Lord. Amen. They were, they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And so that's the kind of joy we're talking about. It, and it, um, it really should be commonplace in our spiritual experience because... Uh, another thing I, I like too is that um, one one gal was talking about um, grief. That grief, and we all suffer grief at different times in our lives for a loved one, what have you, and um, we have to deal with it. That it comes in waves; it's not linear. Okay, and and many of us can identify with that. Um, how we think we're oh I'm past that now, but then all of a sudden something will trigger that, and we'll have a uh, a memory, we'll hear a song, whatever, and we'll think of that loved one or what have you, and and then all of a sudden we're overwhelmed with that emotion again, that and some sometimes feelings of grief, and so then that so it comes in waves. Amen. And um, but the healing, this joy, this 
spiritual um, oil of joy for the spirit of heaviness that Scripture tells us about, it comes in waves too. And I just think it's very interesting how, how that works. And that, and I've been in meetings many a time when I'll see people, they come and their, their countenance is very downcast. They're obviously under that heavy spirit. And the Lord will minister to them. And then they'll in, their countenance will flip. And it'll be like you flipped a light switch, and they get filled with that joy of the Lord. Amen. And they begin to rejoice, and and you can just see the the heaviness lift off of them, and you can see the glow of the Spirit on their face. Their whole countenance changes, and then sometimes you know I'll encourage them to stay and soak in that because they may experience a wave of it, and then if they wait, here comes another wave. Mm. See. And, and oftentimes, even if we're receiving hands-on ministry and we feel the power of God come on us, we tend to want to get up and go too soon. But it would do us well to wait and, and see what the Holy Spirit wants to do because many times we miss a, a greater blessing because if we'll wait, He'll come another way. Amen. 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 So Anyone else? I could tell you something really neat about that. Uh, You're wrong. <laughs> about that, she has a beautiful little one-minute thing she can tell you about the um, the binding up of the you know the, the bind, when the Lord used that term about to bind up the brokenhearted and to heal. Can you? You know what he's talking about. Um, well, that scripture in Isaiah. Um, that I've come to bind up the brokenhearted that um, first of all the brokenhearted can remain shattered in soul and the binding up um, well it also is the same um, reference to um, the healer that's in Isaiah 53 4 and 5 that by his stripes we are healed and um, of course, the word healed is Rapha from Jehovah Rapha, and that word means to mend by stitching back together. So, the healing that he's talking about to heal the brokenhearted in Isaiah is Rapha, which means to mend by stitching back together. Wow. And so I think when, when, you know, so the picture is that shattered in soul means fragmented. And a lot of times that fragmentation can happen from a trauma. It can be a recent trauma, but most of the time these traumas tend to trace back to traumas in childhood <coughs> that originally fragmented a person. And, you know, they can go on and appear to be going on, but later in life, new traumas tend to trigger the old traumas. So God wants to do the healing work all the way back Amen. to the initial trauma. And that's when you see real lasting results. But he wants to take this fragmented, um, shattered in soul, person and with his love 
He binds us. He stitches us back together. All the fragmented pieces, all the pieces that got lost and blown apart by trauma. And we don't even know where they are. A lot of people don't. And I can relate to this. We've been performing for so long. We don't even know. You know, and, and performing from way back. As little children who were not accepted by a parent, they had to perform and put on a face and, and you know, and, and be able to go on. And so the children in their, their immature but very gifted per- abilities that God's given them to close off those painful places so that they can go on and survive. Then God wants to go back and take those fragmented places and with his healing power, stitch them back together. And he goes and finds the pieces that have been blown to smithereens to where in the cosmos. Um, they don't know. They don't even know where their real self is almost. He wants to find that original creation that he spoke being into life. And he wants to give life to that original person and stitch back all of the fragmented pieces so that they can be whole. Amen. And of course the word shalom, one of the definitions for peace is not just, it's not absence of um, absence of you know agitation, but peace means nothing missing, nothing broken. Mm. So it's the shalom grace of God that brings that wholeness and the New Testament word sozo also intersects with that in the definition because one of the definitions of sozo, which is part of salvation, is um, wholeness, deliverance, soundness of mind, and wholeness, being brought back into unity. And then there's one more word that means the same thing. It's just like all over the place you see this theme in the Bible of Jesus, God making wholeness, and that that's what he wants. And so he wants to stitch us back together. And only he you know, when he stitches us that way, I think you said one time when you were explaining it to me that it's even stronger than it was initially. It, it's much stronger than it was initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so. Well, so if there's anybody here that feels like part of them got fragmented and blown to smithereens, <laughs> you know, we want to pray. You know, some of these things that we may think, oh, well, that happened five years, ten years ago. But the mm. Holy Spirit may start there and He may focus there, but at some point, at some time, he will, like the layers of the onion and the healing, he will go back and bring healing to that original wound where the child may have locked away their their real self and put on this performance facade. He wants to go back and rescue that child and, and speak life. So it's a process. Amen. Sometimes. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. 
At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.